guys so welcome to our podcast this is episode four my earphones are on and i'm on my feet because there's a cow over here who does not understand boundaries i'm grazing and they decided let me just talk for today so that i can share what's been on my mind this week and i'm sure we're going to have a very fruitful discussion and conversation around some of the things we have to like experience personally so that you can actually see it's true number one i had a conversation with any in our previous episode in terms of jobs and it's been that recurrent theme all through if there are enough jobs in the industry and of course we know the answer is no yeah and i gave the advice that if you come correct, if you have mentors, if you do your portfolio right, if you have your CV, whatever, you'll get a job. As we're told that there's, in, there's demand for good designers. Looks like in Kenya? Nah. Because those opportunities aren't there. I, like, that's what I'm experiencing. Um... The reason why I'm saying that is because after being told that I was going to be let go by the company I'm working with right now, it really, other than it making me sad, it made me realize that when I was going back to the, I was about to say dating pool, but in essence it is a dating pool. When I was going back to that job search pool, there are no jobs to apply for. And I don't know if it's because it's an internal kind of job search, if it's a network thing, if it's, I don't know. It just really got me to realize that for reals, for reals, there are no jobs. Like you can count the number of jobs that you can actually apply for that fit your requirements. And I think it's, that level where you can't choose it's just you applying for anything rather than you working towards in a i mean working in an organization you really want to work with nah you don't have that privilege of choice talking from experience just go to linkedin and search for ux designers and see the number of positions that pop up in kenya that will answer your question I had this conversation with Emmy and I stand corrected. I don't know what the problem is. I don't know where to start in the sense that I'm searching for jobs, I'm applying everywhere. Most probably I'm not going to get because the requirements and what I possess, they're a mismatch. I'm just shooting anywhere, thinking it's a target, but I don't know if I'm hitting the right target. There's this session we had on Wednesday with Busara Center, Dalberg, and IDEO.org on the challenges facing design, the design industry in the African context in Kenya, in why people are not joining the social impact industry as designers, the problems de- facing the framework, romanticizing about the craft, all that good stuff. And it reached that point of what 
can they do to cultivate a community that will bring more people into the industry. I loved that because we can count the number of design communities in Kenya that are actually delivering value, that are delivering, that are actually delivering impact. And what they're onto is something good. But I don't know if that's the secret or that's the solution in the sense that of course we need a community but we also need opportunities we need to create such an image in the sense that we want to build a community but we also need to show people that their jobs that they can actually work in the industry so yeah and that guidance also will really help People don't know where the, what they're doing and where they're going. And that de depending on resources which are not really based on the Kenyan context. So I support that. I wish I had that when I was starting out. Like something based in my context. Of course, I was learning in a community which is Afrocentric. But it wasn't really Kenyan-centric. So if I'd really... If I'd be part of a community which is Kenyan-centric, that would be awesome. Yeah. And that brings me to another question. Is there gatekeeping in the design industry? I wonder. Don't worry, I keep on walking back and forth because I'm watching the cows. And there's this one cow which does not understand boundaries. The fellow cow broke through a loose fence and moved us to another paddock. The rest followed. So we had to follow that cow and we're in another paddock here. So I have to make sure that they don't cross that fence and eat the grass they're not supposed to eat. So I'm walking back and forth. Anyways, is that gatekeeping in the design industry? I wonder. Because I know there's enough food for everyone, but I know there are not enough plates. There are enough people, but there are not enough plates for people to eat from the food. I think you get that analogy. Because I think in the software, in software engineering industry, there might be that gatekeeping where few people hinder others from going deeper or venturing into the software industry i don't know i don't know if that clicks in the design industry i am in a remote village what will i know i don't know i don't know if that clicks i don't know if there are groups i don't know yeah i wonder that's what i'm asking you maybe i'll post this question in the i'll post this question in in the chat so that maybe you can answer me but i don't know yeah that got me really thinking because gatekeeping is one of those hindrances towards people transitioning into the industry i want to help as many ux designers to join the industry especially this human-centered social impact industry so that they can make a difference there's so much power when, when we all come together 
from different walks of life with different perspectives from different backgrounds to solve a problem the way you view that problem is not the same way i'll view it and when we bring our heads together our philosophies are different which means the pro the solution we're going to come up with is going to be multidimensional and that's awesome and it would be really cool to see us digitizing for example if it's digitizing areas which are not well digitized that would be really cool and it's really hard for me to bring people in while me myself i'm trying to figure out where the next job is how i'm going to put food on that plate yeah there's a challenge there in the sense that also you are trying to figure out that roadmap and not enough people ahead of you to show you that this is what a senior designer looks like and I'm willing to help you to reach that point. There's nobody, like for me, I'll say where I am. There's nobody. It's me just winging it. And it's, it's painful because I'm mentoring other people and other and me i'm not being mentored in that design aspect i have a mentor but she's not a designer so me i'm just winging it and i don't know where i'm going but i'll have to keep on so that those people behind me can see if she did it with where she comes from with all those challenges, also me, I can do it and I can pave the way for others to join the industry. That's why I'm still keeping on despite all these challenges I'm going through. Because it's not easy. Living here, I don't rest. And it's work every day. I work during the day. At night, this community work. It's not easy, but you have to keep on so that other people can find that motivation to keep on as you are. Because my mentees are also keeping on. Also me, I should keep on. Yeah, that is something that has re been really bugging me in terms of th that jobs aspect. They're not there, especially for junior designers. They're not there. The only job ads you'll see are for senior designers. And me, that's what I'm applying for. Even if I know I'm not a senior yet, I'll have to apply for such positions so that at least I can wing it. If it ikikubali, mekubali, kikata, sorry. Yeah. Something else other than there are no jobs and that coming correct advice, I don't know if it will work for me. I am. I'm not special and I'm very replaceable. I'll start with the replaceable part. I was, when I left the Friends of Figma community, of course I was telling people it's time, but we both know I had to tie that resignation with a bow and tie so that I cannot be asked more questions and I don't want to tell the full truth, but that was not the truth. I had to say a half lie. There's there there an issue there and I had to leave. Anyways, that aside, 
I was replaced in less than half an hour. And that got to show me I am replaceable. I'm being laid off very soon, which means very soon someone else might come in my place or someone might take over what I'm doing right now. I guess it just goes to show you and me that you can be replaced. So always have that in your mind even if you have that guaranteed job security you've been seeing these layoffs how special are you to think that you won't be laid off at any time so Taliban. yeah you can be replaced something else about me not being so special yeah, I I don't know. I think it's something that has to deal with my ego. But I'm learning slowly. I'm not special. I might be unique, but I'm not special. If I leave the organization I'm, I've worked in, life will go on. If I leave that community, the way I left Friends of Figma in Nairobi, it won't die. It's still continuing. You're not special. I'm not special. So that's something I just had to learn the hard way. I'm not special. And I think it's that ego thing and that privileged mindset we were brought up with. That you're special. You can do anything. And we have to differentiate being unique and being special. Those are, those are two different things for sure. You are unique in the sense that the value you bring is tied to who you are and there's no one like you. But you're not special. We are all equal. You don't stand out from another person. We all have things that make us equal. Yes. That equalize us in a sense. Of course there are exceptions. I will not deny. There are exceptions. But... We are equal. I know there are exceptions. And you know what those exceptions are. In the sense that other people have it easier than others. Maybe because of their abilities. Maybe because of the, env the environments they were brought up in. Their connections and networks. Those are the exceptions I'm talking about. But when you look at one person... Without all those things, and you look at another person, without all those things, we're all equal. None of us is special. And none of us needs to be put on a mantle. Ah, another cool insight was about romanticizing about the craft. In the sense that this is not like we are gifted with abilities, but it doesn't mean that we are going to be... Solving everyone's problems. That's not true. Yeah? Yeah. Another thing, another key thing I've learned along the way. Keep your portfolio updated. Whether you, you think you're going, you're, you're starting out or you're securing your job or you're being fired. Just keep your portfolio ready. I'm really struggling to update mine. So I have learned that the hard way. Just keep your portfolio ready. And something else, this aspect of, hmm, how do I frame this in a, 
in a in a respectable manner. It's hard. I didn't realize that it was going to be this hard. I woke up today and I didn't feel like it in the sense that I was not okay. And I can't tell anyone I'm not okay. How do you start? Yeah. Because other people are struggling, so it's really hard to open up. Yeah. So you'll reach those moments and you just have to keep on. I the reason why I'm saying this is because you sit and you look at yourself and you wonder if this is going to be how you're going to live for the rest of your life. No rest, you just work every day while other people are living it up. And I know that you are not supposed to compare. And I say that when that feeling comes, you just embrace it and then you let it go. That I stand by it. I want to contradict myself on that one. But when those moments come, eh, sometimes they just come and you feel like dropping down. Yeah. Those are, today was one of those days. But when you remember that you're not just doing it for yourself, but you're also doing for the people out there who are depending on you, you just have to strap up and keep on. Yeah. It's not easy, but you just have to keep on. I, I, I don't know where I'm going to get my next job. I don't know what I'm going to do next. I can't ask anyone for help other than like the mentor I'm working with to polish up my CV and polish up my cover letters. That's the extent of help I can receive right now. But anything else, I'm just winging it. And there, like when people say about con having a network, your network is your net worth. The thing is, people also have to understand there are some people who don't have the ability to network and they don't have that access to those networks. And that's why community is very important in the sense that when you join community you're able to come together and through the power of you guys being together you're able to access such opportunities because you're moving together it's not just one person as you are like an individual but it's a team effort and you're coming together with that one purpose and that's very powerful so i'll i'll say like community is very important but i'll also say like it's tiring like me i'm exhausted i'm very 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 exhausted because you see like when you hear the farm you don't rest i'm telling you like in the sense that you don't have a chance to unwind, you don't have a chance to socialize, you don't have a chance to just breathe and be. It's you're either doing this or doing that. You're either working or you're doing some house chore. And work never ends over here. So by the time you're going to work, your mind is exhausted. But you just have to keep on because you, you have to work, you have to accomplish those deadlines 
you have to deliver so that she can put food on the table yeah but i'll tell you it's exhausting and at the beginning of the year i, I was suffering from very low esteem and that thing doesn't end that's what i've learned when it comes like it doesn't end you might distract yourself you might learn but the things which will just trigger you and you'll have to go back there that low place so you just have to keep on you reach that low place you have to just look up and keep on and if you have a support system that's that's a privilege that's a privilege you should not waste time on appreciating I don't have a support system. That's what I was asking in the first and second episode about support systems, about how people should get one. It's because I have none. And of course, like when I reach that point of I can't do this anymore, I post on social media and a few people reach out. Yeah, I guess that's it. And I don't know if it's supposed to be when you're in the dumps or when you're just feeling like no and you reach out to someone or that person and they're just feeling like no they reach out to you and you help each other i wonder but yeah i hope like the communities which are coming up will will have that support system feature honestly i know friends of figma did not have that but I hope like as they move along and as people move along they'll be able to connect with someone a mentor a fellow mentee and support each other and champion each other towards success or whichever version of progress they ascribe to something else the reason why I mentioned exhaustion was today morning I felt like quitting everything everything the open source project I'm managing I just felt like quitting everything but I realized I can't quit I just have to keep on yeah I'm tired every day I'm tired if yes I'm tired but I can't I have to just dig deeper because I need to apply for a job. I need to finish those tasks on the open source project. I need to finish the deadline on the work I'm left with. Because I know Christmas, when Christmas comes, there's also no resting. You have to work. Yeah. So it's not me complaining. It's me just saying like from my experience people think when you come to live at the farm side it's all roses it is not especially when you are running something in the farm and you're also working it's hard it's hard yeah so that's what i had for today surprisingly i'm someone who talks for 40 minutes plus but today just decided to keep it short and i just want to say thank you for joining me and maybe i'll see you in the next one because this issue of gatekeeping i can't say it's there like if you were to ask me because if i say no 
If I say yes, there is gatekeeping, it means there are enough jobs. And if I say no, it means that no like truly there there are people who are holding on to these jobs and we know like they're not enough. And I don't know if it's they're not enough jobs or there are enough jobs but there's no bridge. I don't know. But yeah, you just answer me from your perspective. Thank you and let me see you in the next one.